gentlemen. I don't know what that was. It's nostalgic November on Podzilla 1985. This is Podzilla 1985 After Dark. And um, we're going to talk about some things tonight. Hey, ho. my name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host with me, of course. We have the undead paladin wannabe suck a duck, <laughs> Jesse Kimball. I desperately want, because the Forsaken is my favorite race, Paladin is my favorite class. I desperately want to be able to combine the two, and I can't do it, and it makes me sad. Well, when your powers combine, it forms Lindsay Wolfgong. I am not as insane as Sylvanas, <laughs> but I could be. Jury's out on that one. All right, Shelby Kimball here with us tonight. I'm married to Paladin Suckaduck. Well, Hunter, you got that? Well, you are now. <laughs> I don't care what Jesse's name is. It's about to be Paladin Suck a Duck now. Paladin Suck a Duck. I got to get it out of, the, out of here. So uh, his name was Urban Tanner Vision. Oh, that's Paladin, a good one, too. Paladin Suck a Duck. Urban Tanner Vision's a good right. one, but Paladin Suck a Duck. And, and Jesse is, is hereby beholden. To if they actually put paladins in the undead, his first paladin from the undead has to be named Suck a Duck. May your firstborn be <laughs> a Suck a Duck. <laughs> I, I will probably just like uh, pay the $20 or whatever to change the race of one of my other paladins. <laughs> we better change the name too because the rule's a rule. Uh, Double H is here. Uh, Shannon, call me Base God. Uh, base God. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> hey. You know what's nostalgic? <laughs> November. The the introduction you did where it sounded like we were uh, <laughs> we were in a WWE 2K game. <laughs> nostalgic. November. November. Jesse <laughs> Kimball. <laughs> AKA Paladin Suck a Duck. So tonight's <laughs> Tonight's draft lottery that we got going, which, by the way, I am officially going to put up the polls tomorrow. Here's why. I've had fans. All at once. I All at once. I've had fans reach out to me and say, hey, we'd like to vote in that poll. Where do we go? I told you. <laughs> oh, no. The incentive should be there anyway because you've been begging for votes. Yes. Well, you want them to vote for you. You have to no, put the Shannon poll has not been begging for votes. He's been Shannon declaring victory. already declared. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yes. They are the same thing. Yes. And if I am the same thing. Audience, you guys already voted and I'm the winner. That's what happened. Yeah, and, and if it turns out I lose, it was a bullshit election. It was rigged. <laughs> there it is. I've got some Georgia lawmakers that are going to help me. January 6th to talk about it. Yes. Probably break up with another girlfriend that I don't have. Um. Anywho... So tonight's uh, tonight's draft list, by the way, Lindsay, if you want to go ahead and tell us that real quick, because it does relate to a story that I want to talk about before we do uh, the thing. We are picking our favorite bands mm. or musical artists from before we were in college. Yes. So for me, my music is limited to the 60s and 50s. <laughs> Right around the time that people started being on TV, you're out of luck. Yeah. Like, like if I can see people's D's, then I'm out. <laughs> the devil Cover music. Cover those D's up if you're going to be walking around out there. So here's somebody that was going to make my list. Um, but due to allegations that have arisen today, 
he's no longer Uh-oh. on my list. And th- and that man is Sean Puffy Combs, who today oh, he's always been kind of a piece of shit. What do he do this time? Today, you remember uh, former big R and B singer Cassie? Remember her? No. God ah. damn it! Ed- ed- educate us. Well, okay. Well, to be fair, Lindsay's said, um, you know, we were, originally we were going to do number one. Uh, what was it? Uh, 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 one hit wonders. One hit wonders. Well, Cassie was kind of a one hit wonder. She had a song, and I'm trying to remember what the name of the. Me and you. Remember the song "Me and You" by Cassie? No. It was, it was big. It, it came out in 2006. It was big. It, trust me, it was a big, big song. I'm a big R&B fan. Uh, this is what I listened to growing up. You're going to hear a lot of that on my list. And it was really big. Well, Cassie today accused of P. Diddy of sexual trafficking, rape, forcing her to have sex with other men while he recorded it and masturbated to it, um, forcing her to take drugs, beating her, choking her, threatening her life on multiple occasions. And she came out today, and I think she's filed a lawsuit against Sean P. Diddy Combs. That happened also, I looked today. At the song of I- I remember the beat. I didn't really remember the song that well, you remember but that now dun, I dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I yeah. hear it now and I, I get it. I'll yeah. throw the link in the text. Right. Um well that's fucked up. Yeah. So ooh. that's like just that's just real fucked up. So gotta take that Godzilla song off my playlist now. But again, as I P. recall, Diddy and, kinda, and uh Jimmy Page. He uh he always kinda had a lot of um I don't want to say allegations or like, but there was always Rumors. kind of a hint of like, yeah. this guy's a piece of shit, right? Right, right. Well, and not he just used to be a piece of shit. <laughs> this is from the New York Times article. It said uh, she accused Mr. Combs of rape, repeated physical abuse over a decade in the suit filed in federal district court in Manhattan. Cassie, whose real name is Cassandra Ventura, and who had long been Mr. Combs' romantic partner, says that not long after she met him in 2005, when she was 19. He began a pattern of control and abuse that included plying her with drugs, beating her, and forcing her to have sex with a succession of male prostitutes while he filmed the encounters. In 2018, the suit says near the end of the relationship, Mr. Combs forced his way into her home and raped her. So, holy shit. Yikes. So, P. Diddy not making my list tonight. Except except my shit list. I... I don't know that he ever really would have made my list, man. I remember, like, I didn't really like that I'll Be Missing You, like, when that was such a huge song. Yeah. That, that, like, I, I guess what I'm thinking of is I know that that a lot of what P. Diddy was was getting shit for, or whatever the fuck he calls himself now. Um, right now he calls himself a lawyer from the sound of things. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Not funny, but funny. <laughs> uh I remember a lot of the controversy around him was like, at what point is it no longer sampling a song and it's just out and out stealing it? Uh, depends how much I mean, money you can throw with the original artist. Exactly. Because yeah. I'll be missing you was just, I'll be watching every you, breath with, you take. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's called every breath you take. That's right. Um, well, it's, I'll be watching you. And, yeah, and, yeah. 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 But, but the original the song is called every breath you take. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, it's it's just not and then he would he would lay down the lamest safest rap you've he ever was, heard he was the it. lamest rapper like, that's my song yeah that's my song and i'm like it's really not guy p. Diddy, i mean it is if you want to take credit for an okay thing p diddy makes will smith 
look like Tupac Shakur. <laughs> he was more, what I recall is he was more of a producer than anything. He was an awful um, rapper. And he had Mace. Mace, awful, awful Mace was like his his guy. And Big, of course, Notorious Big. That's yeah. why that's why he was famous was because Notorious Big. Uh, I, I grew up, like this was my shit back in the day. I grew up um, loving rap and R&B and hip hop. And that was my thing. And I, Cody if he was here. He'd, he'd be celebrating this with me because Cody surprisingly was also big into rap and hip hop and R&B. Um, I liked P. Diddy yeah. back in the day because of his association with Mace and with Notorious Big. But even as a young Shannon, I knew that Puff Daddy was an awful fucking rapper. He had one rap that I thought was good. It was a song called Victory featuring Notorious Big and Busta Rhymes. The first lyric, like the first uh, verse that, that P. Diddy does in that song is good. That's the only good rap he ever did in 30, 40 years. That's it. <laughs> now let's see what this rap does to him. Jesse, go ahead. As much as you. Now he's got a rap sheet. <laughs> I got a book coming out. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say Notorious Big. <laughs> and that was like, sure you have. Will Ferrell said it in the Coconut <laughs> Bangers Ball. It's a rap. Papa. Everyone to the Notorious Big. <laughs> I called him Notorious okay, Big. Yeah, I called him Satchmo. That is, that is the one time I've heard, <laughs> heard it phrased that way. Like, it was just like, every time Shannon was talking about I'm a big fan of Notorious Big, I'm like, what? Well, it's it's Biggie Smalls. It's not B I G G Smalls. You either call him Biggie or you call him B I G. Like I call him whatever the fuck I want. He's been dead for years. I'm really gonna need you to go watch that video I just dropped in the text. I can't believe that we're randomly talking about Biggie Smalls because this fucking kid has gone viral for dancing to that song to hypnotize. And like you watch it and go, oh, that's ridiculous. It's actually pretty good. Get up and imitate that dance. You can't do it. I know because I tried and I busted my ass in the kitchen. <laughs> I can't do it. Boys, Sarah will attest to this. I'm pretty sure I broke my foot. <laughs> Boy, speaking of TikTok, that's another thing that I'm not going to talk about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't matter because the Guardian would just take down the video a couple days from they'll, now they'll and take say it this down. is where it used to be. And the kids will be like, I've been <laughs> radicalized now that I've heard Podzilla. My eyes are open. <laughs> They can't take it back. Well, I guess we know what the title of tonight's episode is. <laughs> radicalized by Bonzilla. <laughs> <laughs> He's been yelling Hezbollah for years, then he found out what it meant. And he was like, oh, shit. And, and now he's on board. Take it back. <laughs> All right. One last uh, thing. Well, One last thing. If you want to see if you want to see an excellent, excellent mashup with the Hypnotize, uh, somebody oh, did no. a, a dinosaurs match. Yes, I I have seen this before, but it's been so long. It is so so good. Oh, oh my god, it's so clean. That's the best part. Yes. Like the it matches up way too well. It really <laughs> does. Like I remember the dude posted it, oh. it, and he was like, "You guys have no idea how long <laughs> I spent syncing up the like the video with the voice lines and stuff." <laughs> like, and it's so good. <laughs> That's the plus side of puppets. You can sync them up to stuff very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shannon, you going to talk about George Santos before we leave all this behind? I got two more things, man. Before we get to George Santos, oh, <laughs> I got to talk to to Shelby specifically Damn. of resident <laughs> Podzilla1985 senior Chris Chan correspondent, Shelby Kimball. Right. Uh, Shelby, you probably saw it. Chris Chan's back on YouTube, baby. He's uh, She's back. I apologize to everyone that I offended there. 
Um, one of her first videos back is called The Return of Jesus Christ Chan Sonichu Prime. Oh my wow. god. Have you is possibly going on What's that? Behind the scenes? Well, Have you heard what's possibly going on behind the scenes? No, and I want to hear that, but I do need to mention really quick that the their their biggest video right now is setting the record straight. There was never any sex involving me in 2021. I recently met a person that has to be basically teach memes in college. And I'm wondering they were aware of Boogie 2988 and they hate oh. him. Fair enough. I do wonder what their thoughts are on Chris Chan. That'll be interesting question to ask. What is potentially going on behind the scenes? There are talks that Chris Chan might actually have a potential lover, uh, a new lover, and this person is pulling the strings and getting her to post videos, mainly ones that are kind of like the live stream style. Right. Uh, and they're doing this so that they can get more money through her. Yeah, that doesn't surprise, surprise. That doesn't shock me. Yeah. Um in yeah. that in that video that they posted, the setting the record straight one, they specifically mention how they were shipped, which I from what I understand, Lindsay is a, a term for anime weeboos, I hate the term shipping. Where, <laughs> where they put people together this like romantically, right? Yes, I always preferred pairing, not shipping, but it's still well, it's the same fucking thing. Chris Chan was upset that people were shipping them with a Snorlax. They actually referred to their <laughs> mother as a Snorlax, which is a term Ow. that internet people use to make fun of her. So Shelby knows. That's why she's cracking up right now. You can't see it. You're not watching the camera. <laughs> but yeah, so what a mess. So so Puff Daddy, now a lawsuit for raping Cassie. Chris Chan's back on live stream talking about having sex with a Snorlax, and then we get to jo the kids on TikTok are finding out who Osama bin Laden was and getting it wrong, and now, and then George Santos, Hunter, then George Santos, <laughs> and then George Santos. I didn't look this closely at this story earlier, but um, so the headline is pretty straightforward. Oh, he's not going to seek re-election. The House panel that, that was investigating him has found evidence of crimes. And then you skim through and you see the word OnlyFans and you go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, Hold does, on. Wait. does he have an OnlyFans or did he visit OnlyFans? Because I feel like it could go uh, either way. Uh, I, I don't know whether I should say sadly or not. It's just the latter. <laughs> but well, he spent campaign he a... money on it, so <laughs> oh, he might no. have his own soon. Yeah. yeah. Well, he. Yeah. so he did say today that he's not running for re-election. But right. only because he's tired of getting taken down by the corrupt media every day with their facts and their research yeah. stories. <laughs> he's getting sick of that There's shit. A, how dare they mean? confirm that I didn't play volleyball, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's the key thing you need to know. Investigators found Mr. Santos transferred, transferred at least $200,000 to himself from Redstone through numerous transactions in 2022, so just last year, some of which was used to pay off personal credit cards and make purchases at Hermes, Sephora, and OnlyFans. So who the f*** is he purchasing this stuff for? <laughs> Really, uh, I really thought you were gonna hit me with like two hundred thousand dollars for OnlyFans. For OnlyFans. Well, the Sephora items he could had a pay per view viewing party. OnlyFans. <laughs> well, I mean, the Hermes stuff could also be for that. Uh, I don't know what Hermes is. 
it's a designer brand. They make a, oh, okay. I think it's mostly bags, if I remember correctly, like handbags and purses yeah. and stuff. I know Sarah was looking at one, the whole thing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't know. I know they're all fancy shit that I can't afford, so I don't it know. Looks, fuck. It looks uh. like Hermes. H-E-R-M-E-S. <laughs> yeah, but it's Hermes. Mary I'm ha- old. Mary Hamas. Thanks, Australian Kmart. No, Hammus. Hammus. You know that holiday that we all celebrate where we look under the ham tree every year (laughs) and wait to see how many hams that ham to claws came and left us. You open up the ham box and stick your hand. Wait, no. No. No, I don't like that one. All right, let's get to the the draft of tonight. Hang on. I got got to go name somebody the ham box real quick. (laughs) Make it me so it's accurate. Let's uh God damn it. <laughs> Look, no, because yours is current blood puddle march. I like that one too much. There's not gonna be a meaner joke than last night. Shelby, do you know what I said last night that was terrible? <laughs> I said uh we were talking about the goofy movie and I said uh, I could relate the, the Donald Duck reminded me of my father because he had an explosive anger and after the stroke I couldn't understand a word he said. Shelby is not laughing. Shelby is covering her face. I think she's laughing underneath the She's hand. laughing on the inside where the ham is. I don't that's know. Jesse, that's where the blood is supposed to be. <laughs> it's on the inside. <laughs> All right, so tonight, to I'm going for three weeks in a row, baby. Three victories in a row. We're talking about... Uh, the top, the, the her favorite you haven't won one victory <laughs> from when we were kids before we were 18. Hunter, I will let you take it from here as you are the ceremony master. All right, so or, I or, did or the master of ceremonies. Hey, I did do that for a <laughs> while. Um, I will, I will go ahead and drop the results of the randomizer in now, so we know who's going to win. Remember, it's a snake draft style, which means whoever goes last in the first round then starts the second round. We work backwards from there, vice versa, um, all the way through. So here is tonight's order. We are beginning with Jesse. I never get a good pull. Shit, the number one overall pick. Number one. Yeah, I'm right dead in the middle on this one. I'm a little concerned about that. Dead middle feels weird to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like... I don't think you guys would pick a lot of mine. So I'm trying to think of what would get picked. That's that's the only thing that's going to, I think, really make this particular draft more interesting or or at least interesting in a way that the other ones... uh, Different from the, the other ones because the other things that we've done so far are things that are open to pretty much everything. We all have different quantifiers on this one. We all went to college at different times, basically. Mm -hmm. Or approximately. So, yeah. Well, it's like, there's one that I'm thinking of that I would love to put on it, but I didn't really start listening to it until college, so I'm not even attempting. That's another thing that requires a a level of honesty. Like, okay, you know, it's great that this band existed in the 90s, but did you really listen to them when you were eight? Because I had one that I still absolutely love, but I listened to one of their songs on repeat and was aware of about three others, but didn't really listen to the band actively until college. That still counts. I think that counts. If you you listen to one song over and over again, I would say that counts. And I didn't get the appreciation for them until college, so I wasn't going to go that way. Okay, okay. Yeah, because there was more than a few things that I was thinking of earlier that I had to think uh, that I had to disqualify for that reason, because despite the fact that they were like, especially like I had a 90s grunge phase, like right after college. 
<laughs> and yeah, like I can't put any of that on here. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make my first one one that I don't think is going to make it past uh, Lindsay and Hunter twice. Uh, and I'm gonna go with <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic. That's a good pull. I already knew you were gonna pick it, so if you were ahead of me, I wasn't even gonna try. <laughs> And if you want my all honesty, I really didn't really start listening to Weird Al till like college. Like I watched his videos on MTV, but I didn't like actively have any of his music. Oh no, Weird Al is one of those people who I legitimately like would call among, if not literally, my first favorite music artist. So he would one hundred percent have been in my top five somewhere. Yeah, uh, that, that's the same for me. That was the very first cassette I ever purchased. Uh, now, for those of you people out there that don't know what a cassette is, Google it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, my very first uh, cassette I ever bought was Weird Al Yankovic's Bad Hair Day. Nice. Yep. Uh, and yeah, I, like, yep. it, it was also cassettes two through four were all Weird Al Yankovic albums that I bought on cassette. Uh, I, I am almost positive we've had this conversation because I was going to say, for me, it was not my first cassette, but it was my first CD, and then my second, and then my third. <laughs> um, <clears throat> very much so. It was Bad Hair Day, uh, uh, Greatest Hits Volume 2. I forget what the third one was now, but definitely those two right out of the uh, gate. Maybe Running yeah, and with then Scissors. I, think, I want to say Running with Scissors was my first CD. That would have no, been later for me. Yeah. Running with Scissors. But it was the next one after Bad Hair Day. Running with Scissors was the first one I got excited about because that was the first, like, live music video that they played on VH1. Like, they made a big deal. Yeah. Oh, because that was the 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 Star Wars Saga Begins. Yeah. They made a huge deal on that one's, like, release and playing all of his other videos leading up to it and the behind the music and everything. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Big time. So, yeah. Okay. (laughs) That was it. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm no, sorry, I would have made it past. That was that's not my, like my favorite we, you know, pre-college, but real good. Should we quickly throw in like a not to make this longer than normal, but quickly throw in like from from the time frame you're talking about, what's your favorite song by them? Yes, I like that. Oh. Make it make it. Sh- hold on, hey, listen to this. Make it show. <laughs> make it oh, show. Oh God. Make it show. Um, <laughs> like, the first the one you question. remember being like, this is why I like this guy. Uh oh man, I don't know. It had to have been uh, Amish Paradise, right? That was the one. That was what got everybody to jump on that <laughs> album for sure. It was the cover picture. It was the main single off of it. Yeah, absolutely. That, that was that was real, real good. But there's so. All right, many Lindsay, good you're ones. up. They're really man. Are. I'm. It's weird being at the beginning of the list. I've I've been at the end of the list. Mm. Actually, I've been in the exact same spot the last two weeks. <laughs> um, let's see here. I guess if we're going to play that game, I'm going to go with my first cassette tape then that was purchased on my own, which would be Ace of Base. Yeah, Ace of Base, The Sign is the album, and the song I was obsessed with on it was The Sign. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm so glad you did that, because I, I, I'm i not going to elucidate on this point, because it's your pick, but I so fucking hate Ace of Base. Yeah! Oh, my God, I can't stand them. Can't stand them to save oh, my I life. Oh, I loved Couldn't my dance techno. <laughs> as soon as I hear that, I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. You you don't have to explain why. You're an American. <laughs> Sarah loves them. So yeah, I, I'm out. I don't know if maybe I saw that one episode of Full House too many times, and that's why I just maybe. can't stand the one Maybe. that Stephanie plays in the band, uh-huh. and like they try to play that song, and yep, they fail oh. horribly. <laughs> oh man, 
Anyway, Ace of Base is good. I just don't like them. They are not. That's all good. <laughs> did, that, did that kill Pitch Perfect for you, Hunter? Or <clears throat> uh, no, Pitch Perfect killed Pitch Perfect for me. That's oh, you know, that's fair. Still never I watched it. I like that it's film. I like the movie. I like the people in those films. I like the first one. I like the first one. Could have stopped after one. First one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have easily stopped after one and been just fine. All right. Well, that means it's my turn, and I'm definitely also going to take one that I fear will be taken by other people if I don't do this. Because while Weird Al might be the first uh, like CD I purchased, and very much one of the first people I was like, I definitely like this guy. I do remember pretty quickly after that going, I got to start liking some real music. Like, I'm going to be weird if I don't actually, I mean, it's weird out, you know, I'm going to be weird if I don't pick like a real, um, and that was when my best friend handed me his Green Day cassette, uh, the cassette of Dookie, and boy, Can we name somebody that? That's the one I didn't get into until college. I listened to Basket Case all the time. Senior year, we had a couple of the songs we did in choir for obviously for like senior year end stuff. But like pop other than still, that, I I didn't get like attached to Green Day until college. Green Day is the first like quote unquote real band that I remember being like, oh, this is my personality now. This is who I am. The next day <laughs> I had like skater shoes. I had not Jinkos, <laughs> but I definitely had jeans that were bigger than they needed to be. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, literally like it was an overnight was like, change. I went straight into that. I had my brother's Jinkos, so I had original Jinkos from, because he's he's 14 years older than me. I I remember pretty quickly, my parents were like, oh, no, he's not going to like us anymore. And I was like, no, 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 just quietly. Like, you guys are great. But in front of my friends, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, Green Day is, is the original, you know, I think a lot of people's introduction from the nineties in a way I born in 85. I went to college in 2003. So most of my shit is going to be nineties based. I'm going to remember like, that's when I started getting into music. That was new music at that time. Um, for me, for what it's worth, welcome to paradise, I think is, was, and will always be my favorite green day song. It's just fast enough. It's just, um, slightly different enough from that four chord progression that they do for every single song to, to keep me like coming back to it regularly. I don't know. I just love this song. It's a great breakdown, a great bass breakdown. Um, but yeah, Green Green Day is my my first overall pick, and and I feel good about it. Shannon, you're up. Well, uh, well, sir, this is not going to come as a surprise to anybody. Shannon Young, before college, had one band on repeat, nonstop, 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 I, uh, nonstop. I'm already writing it down. Thank you, thank you. Still to this <laughs> day, to the letter B. It does. I still listen to them today. <laughs> I listened to them. In fact, I listened to them all the way home tonight. It's Bone Thugs and Harmony. Again, you're going to hear a lot of rap groups on my list because growing up, <laughs> I grew up in Southern Illinois. My parents listened to country. I wanted to rebel against them, obviously. So my friend Jeff, who currently is not in jail, introduced me to rap music. We got into it around the same time. And Bone Thugs and Harmony was the first rap group I ever absolutely fell in love with. Just the dark harmony, the quick flow. There was nothing else like it. I had never heard rap like this. It was it was really violent and dark. It wasn't your average like drug dealing and stuff like that. These guys were talking about some sadistic shit, and it just it had a vibe to it. It had a great vibe. And what I love about them, not just them back then, 
but they have stayed relevant up till today. I mean, they still make music now and they they have matured so much. Their sound has matured. They have matured. They don't just, you know, rap about killing and death and using the N-word and stuff like that over and over again. They have such a good they have such a good just vibe. I, I keep using that word. Bone Thugs and Harmony for sure. And most people would probably say, Oh, it's the crossroads, right? That's what got everyone into Bone Thugs and Harmony. One of the biggest songs That's of all time. Right. right, but that's not what got me into Bone. I actually missed out on their first album, which was creeping on a come up. I didn't listen to Bone until East 1999 Eternal, and my favorite song from that album was East 1999, E1999. If you've never heard it, I still think it's their best song they've ever done. It's dark. The imagery is incredible. I it is my goal one of these days to get Crazy Bone on this show. I absolutely love their music. So yeah, Bone Thugs and Harmony is going to be my first pick. I am not worried about anyone taking any of my picks. <laughs> None of them. Did you? Did you know? I feel like you did know this probably, but I didn't know because I had to look it up as I was writing it. How specifically they stylize Bone Thugs and Harmony in terms of spelling yeah. it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, my instinct was wrong. I got most of it right. I didn't know they went Thugs dash N dash Harmony like lowercase N. I uh, I realize now that I went the Guns and Roses route because it was Thugs apostrophe in harmony uh, like thugs thug, and harmony, thugs and harmony. no no yeah because i assumed it was i assumed it was because it's, it's bone thugs in harmony and thugs for those of you out there right. paying attention stands for trues humbly united gathering souls they have a very very uh, it's not gospel but they have a very unique style to them and uh yeah. again if you've never listened to bone thugs and harmony you you owe it to yourself i think I think it's as close to gospel rap as you're going to get, like in a good way. Yeah, I mean, that listen is, to the Crossroads. I mean, the Crossroads is heavily right. influenced by it. Yeah. yeah. Great, great band. Yeah. All right. I can see yeah, my time. Yeah. All right, Shelby, you're ending round one and then beginning round two. You got two picks in a row. What do you want to do here? All-time favorite is what I'm actually going to start with because I refuse to let anyone else take it. It's 10 years. Um, okay. All right. Shoot a shoot a shot because I want to want to now now. Like, everything by 10 years is a fucking banger and while their newer songs like they continue to get better and their newer songs show that they're getting a lot better at what they're doing even their older songs like the feeding the wolves album is so fucking good and that was the album that really kind of i had listened to some of the older ones but it was feeding the wolves that kept bringing me back and then finally i was like i have listened to this more than anything else in the last like honestly month this is probably my favorite band now so that's kind of yeah hell yeah yeah i I can never pick 10 years on principle because i i uh i definitely did not hear them before i was in college i don't really remember when they started proliferating but i remember playing them on rage when i was in college so (laughs) don't think that would work for me but that's a good choice what else you got you gotta go twice Mm -hmm. uh so for my second round pick i'm gonna go radiohead Oh, also the, a good choice. Yep, the Kid A album, uh, the track Kid A, that is yep. probably one of the best ones. Um, I don't know. Again, Radiohead's just one of those ones where you can, in the right mood, you can like every one of their songs, and that's kind of why I like them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know about you guys. I <clears throat> I absolutely did not listen to Radiohead before I was in college. Now, frankly, for me, that was probably for the best because that was when they were coming out and I was in a very, very, very different headspace at that point in time. Like when they were first coming around, I didn't start getting into them. I would say, I think Sarah really kind of introduced me into Radiohead. So you're talking about absolutely no earlier than 2006. Um, 
yeah. And even then it took a while for me to go, okay, I could get down on this. See, that's exactly my high school window, 2006 to 2010. Right. Yeah, and that's a that's a different number for for the rest of us. All right, cool, uh, <laughs> Shannon. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, and, I, and I will not elaborate on this. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind saying right. it; it's fine. <laughs> well, I I don't either. Honestly, I was in high school from ninety nine to two thousand three. So I do. Um, <laughs> well, here, you're next. So what do you, what well, you got, old boy? Here's another one that I'm absolutely sure no one's going to take from me. But let's get it out of here anyway. This is the only one that I think could even be remotely close. To being stealable and i'm still confident that it's not it's my favorite r&b group some a group that i love my mother loved it was a group that we loved together and i think they have some of the best r&b that's ever come out it, they're amazing of course i'm speaking about boys to men you better yep, be talking about boys to men. yeah <laughs> i can't describe to you when i got the album too how much i played that album on repeat i, I went back and listened to to uh oh god was a coolie high harmony I might be getting that mm-hmm. wrong. It's been a while. No, you're um, right. But two, and then later on, they had other good stuff. Unfortunately, they dropped down to a three-person group instead of four because one of them had to leave the band due to health reasons. And he was the bass. He had that nice bass in his voice. Um, I miss him. But they're great. My favorite song by them and always will be. Technically, it would probably be a, a song for Mama because I listened to that a lot after my mom passed away. Um, it's one of those songs that's kind of hard to listen to because of reasons like that but that didn't come out during that time period um during that time period and the song that really got me into boys to men was water runs dry from the album too it's a great great song i still listen well i still listen to all of boys to men to this day so it's not like i'm breaking new ground here but yeah boys to men yeah my friend ashley introduced me to that one and like we listened to it regularly at her house Oh yeah, I used to jam that back on uh, Jesse after the com- after the cassette. They had a thing called a compact disc, and I used to <laughs> I used to listen to my compact disc all the time. It was crazy. I wore that That's compact how you cut disc. One of those. Yeah, <laughs> I, also, uh-huh. I also do want to stack in uh, a song for Mama. That was uh, as, as Shannon then probably does remember the song that I danced with my mother to at my wedding. Yes. Uh, yeah, because it's just an amazing yeah, song. Yeah. Just an amazing and, song. Yeah, that was one, like, I had to send it to her, uh, you know, like, a couple of weeks beforehand to get her prepped for it. My mom is a very emotional woman. She probably bawled. <laughs> uh, so, she, like, and I knew, like, she didn't want to be just, like, a blubbering mess at, you know, the reception. <laughs> so, I sent that to her. I was like, all right, what I need you to, I need you to listen to this song. Where the sound? She had never heard it. She said no. I was like, I need to listen to the yeah. song, and you need to desensitize yourself. And she was like, "I'm halfway through it, and I can't see." <laughs> when I sent my dad's song to him, I was like, "What do you think about this?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's fine." And my mom's listening to it bawling in the background, oh. <laughs> and she's like, "It's perfect." And I was like, "All right, thanks, mom." <laughs> so I, I would, Shannon, be- Shannon. Before we leave, boys to men behind, I have to mention that one of my all-time favorite bits from Sunny. Is, is, is the like boys a to men. Yeah. 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 It's them doing Motown Billy. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Uh, and the harmonies and everything. That's one of my favorite bits. I, anytime someone brings up like uh, Boys to Men or Bone Thugs and Harmony, remember on SNL they had the Bone Thugs and Harmony pet store skit? Yeah. I yeah. just love when people bring it up. I And speaking about mothers and songs, I do need to mention this too because I, I don't know if I've t- I think I've told this on the story before, the show before. My mom did not like rap music. She didn't dislike rap music. She didn't. I mean, she was she was older. She she grew up in country, so she didn't get the rap music. But my mom loved the Crossroads. Like she loved that yeah. song. We played it at her funeral. She loved it so much. Um, and I never would have guessed that that my mom would love rap in any way. So yeah, moms are awesome. Yeah. Moms are cool. And loving yeah. them, Jesse, is like food for my soul. <laughs> okay, I, I get now that saying I love other people's moms is like food to my soul is <laughs> creepy in its own way. So I'm going to back out. Get this now. Yeah. All right. I'm jumping Stop back in for round two. Um, not one that I, I think anybody here is going to take, but I I can't get too deep into this without this name coming up, especially because this was... Um, this was basically uh, uh, all I listened to uh, in in high school for a, a very significant period of time, and I also like love listening to the radio with my mom uh, in the car. Her specifically, my dad too, but my mom was a real big like radio singer and, and still is. I, I hear to this day. Um, but boy, she didn't like Eminem, uh, but I did. <laughs> um, I. Look, man, I was a goody two shoes kid in high school. Like I had straight A's. I was never in trouble for anything. Uh, but then you could you could walk into my home on any given weekend in like '99 and 2000, and I shit you not, I would have the Marshall Mathers LP just on repeat. Right? I'm playing Perfect Dark, but I'm playing against bots, and I am just slaughtering them by the waves. I looked like the template for a school shooter for a significant <laughs> period of time there. I had the super short, like, head and hair, like, you know, haircut. It, it was especially coming off of a long haircut. I don't know. I, I, I just remember at that time, at least once or twice, like my mom coming in and, and saying something to me and me being like, yeah, you know, and her walking out. And I could see out of the corner of my eye that, like, that little side eye look of, like, He's okay, though, right? <laughs> um, he's a good kid. I, right? I, I did, though. I, I fucking loved Eminem at that time. And, of course, it had nothing to do with any of the horrible, like, you know, uh, terrible lyrics. It just had everything to do with he's an incredible wordsmith. The beats were awesome because they're by Dre, um, much like the headphones. Uh, Eminem was, like, one of those those artists that I just really latched on to early on because he was so different from everything else that was out there. And so... Um, yeah, none of my other friends were really into Eminem. Nobody else. All my friends were into country music or or pop music at that time, and and I think that was another thing. I always strived really. I wanted to be so different from everybody else, and that was my thing. Um, but a lot of it again carried through. Like today, I can go back and again lyrically. There are times where I'm like, oh, that's uncomfortable. I'll to skip hear. that lyric. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna bounce over that one. Um, but I mean, you really can't have a conversation uh, about rap without the rap god. I'm sorry, you just can't. Well, so Hunter, they say he raps like a robot, so <laughs> we'll call him rap. We'll bot. call him rap bot. But for him to rap like a computer, it must mean his jeans. He's got a laptop in his back pocket. I can't do this right now. I know. Anyway, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> Cody, right now, right, Lindsay, you're on the song like he paused. Uh, it. Well, we're <laughs> he's dancing to it. He's making it up in his head, dancing to it like he did at your wedding. Right now, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't need to make it up. Like Cody knows that whole song. He, he knows it. Back. He knows the whole thing. That's true. Absolutely. Even the parts he should forget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lindsay, go. 
I'm going to the opposite end of the spectrum, and I'm going to take NSYNC. Oh, I thought she was going to say Willie oh, Nelson. man. All right. Oh. Before you say anything, the longer this had gone, had they not been taken, my I was going to say now, my secret love musically in high school. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Now, my, my introduction to NSYNC, I remember, was one of those uh, free Disney Channel weekends because it was before my cable company opted it for a regular station, like right in that like beginning range when it was still a premium channel. And yep. they had gotten big into playing music videos for upcoming music groups. And they I don't remember whether it was tearing up my heart or I want you back. But one of those videos played. I remember really liking it. And then it continued to play like every three hours on the channel for the entire weekend. And it just became an earworm. And then the CD dropped about a month later and I bought it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was I mean, again, there's there are two key boy bands of that time and somewhere right now Nick Lachey is going there were 98 degrees too and I go there were two key boy bands (laughs) at that time I had NSYNC and Amanda had Backstreet Boys so we had both covered on the CDs (laughs) yeah when I was a kid I I liked NSYNC a lot my older brother informed me that that meant I was gay and I needed to stop (laughs) what were you planning on telling Shelby it did <laughs> Should have told her that for Jesse. If you're gonna be sucking some dick later, you need to tell Shelby about it. I promise you, I won't. <laughs> so there is there is a photo of Chris Kirkpatrick and our high school choir teacher in my junior year yearbook because before NSYNC uh, was formally formed, uh, Chris Kirkpatrick was from our area. And our teacher, Mr. McConnell, was a private tutor of him. So, like, that was kind of cool, too, to find out. It's like, oh, shit, he was, like, in our area prior to all of this. That's That's neat. I didn't know that. They're they're kind of from all over the place. I always forget that. It seems like they were just, like, fully formed out of the the gate there. Okay. Jesse, we're back at the top, which means you end round two and you begin round three. And then the, the two that I really wanted here did not get taken. There's only one that I was afraid. Uh, but I'm going to start mm. uh, with System of a Down. This is not oh, one I was afraid to get picked. Uh, <laughs> I should have been afraid of it because that was almost on the list. Jesse, why do they always uh, send the poor? Why do they always send yeah. the poor? Why don't I, presidents fight the war? <laughs> I was a huge like so I liked System of a Down a lot. I was uh, I needed to to rebel against my parents similar to Shannon. Um but like I had been thoroughly brainwashed to hate rap largely because of the area I lived in. Uh <laughs> my mom was big into country music, my dad was big into classic rock. I legitimately did like the music my dad listened to a lot. So my version of rebelling was just doing more modern rock and System of a Down was one of the big bands that I got really into. You know, the, the first time I heard fucking Chop Suey, I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, fortunately, Avril Lavigne had the same reaction to Chop Suey. And then she <laughs> and then she did a cover. It's a long story. I'm sorry. That's, that's <laughs> fine. Um, but in high school specifically, uh, the Mesmerize album, uh, that stayed in my CD player in my car for an entire year and a half. And... <laughs> My little brother, to this day, has not forgiven me for making him hate System of a Down. 
Because <laughs> I wouldn't take the CD out or listen to the radio. We were listening to the System of a Down in my car. Uh, and then uh, my next pick, this one I actually was afraid that uh, at least Shannon might pick. Hello. Lincoln Park. No, I Jesse, I'll yeah. be honest with you. I did not get into rock like that until oh, it, when it was in college or after college. Yeah, it was all rap, baby. Lincoln, Lincoln Park was on my short list because I distinctly remember listening to In the End a lot, like my senior year of high school. Guys, I was very emo. Like, I, I really and, don't and, know how to tell you this any other way. In the end, it um, didn't even matter. Exactly. How crazy is uh, that? I, I specifically remember going to and from a a like friends trip to Six Flags, listening to that on the way there and the on the way back, and it was that like please notice me kind of shit. I I was real edgy, man. Like I oh god, I'm glad I got it out of my so system. I uh, whew, similarly because you know I, I I grew up in the the same area Hunter did. That's great. And uh, there there were not many people that listened to this kind of music. I. I discovered, uh, you know, this like new metal, alt rock, that kind of stuff, uh, via Dragon Ball Z AMVs. That is how I discovered System of a Down and Linkin Park both. Uh, this was back when they were still Hybrid Theory. <laughs> was oh, when yeah. I, uh, that was yeah. when I, I, I discovered Linkin Park uh, in a, a Vegeta AMV. Uh, which they then just named their first album or their first like Lincoln Park album. Yeah, yeah, their 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 first oh, album theory. would have originally been a, a a self-titled album became, you know, Lincoln Park's Hybrid Theory. Uh yeah. I think Crawling was the the first song that I ever heard. And like suddenly like I became this edgy teenager after listening <laughs> to all this music. Uh it may have started a little bit with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but uh, yeah, these Dragon Ball Dragon Ball AMVs is definitely how I got like really, really into this stuff <laughs> back when I was a kid. And I I wasn't allowed to go out and I would have looked like the the emo goth kid. I mean, goth kid was oh, yeah. back when I was in high school. Uh, if my parents would have purchased that for me, uh, the closest I could get, my mom did buy me a lot of Co. and she bought me skater shoes. But I didn't live with my mom. Uh, for the first part of me being in space. This was as close as I think a lot of us in that area could get. Like, you could find the jeans and you could find the tennis shoes. And really past that, there were not a lot of options. You, you, you had, If you made a trip to Cape and you spent a couple hours in PacSun, you might come away with, like, one of those <laughs> beaded metal necklaces or like a like a uh, the one that has like you you go to Hot Topic and you get the one that has like the tribal was, sign uh, and so people will ask what tribe you're from of course um, generally they looked at me and asked me to board. leave politely yeah you could go, <laughs> yeah, you could go up the Hot Topic. there was obviously there was nowhere in New Madrid there was nowhere in Sykeston that you could purchase any no. of this stuff uh, what uh, was the name of that CD store in Sykeston for a while on Q they had a yeah, little bit of like that but it, it, it was like that was yeah, not they had what it was very for. little apparel it was just kind of like band right. shirts yeah uh, you might get then, like a leather cuff or something there right uh, yeah Hot Topic was the that was the yep. the holy land, but oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I I was never allowed to like. We didn't go up oh, to God. the big city often, and if we did, we weren't going to the mall. <laughs> I, guys, I owned so many bowling shirts from Hot Topic. Please stop me. 
Why am I admitting to all of this right uh, now? Uh, all right. So for the record, the big town, the big city, when I was growing up in, you know, fucking Mound City was Charleston, Charleston, Missouri. Yeah, that was the big city for me. If they didn't have it at the Charleston Walmart, I didn't need it. I mean, in fairness, like, that, <laughs> and you still don't. And I still don't. <laughs> for us, like, that was that was Sykeston. I mean, Charleston was also pretty yeah. close. Uh, yeah. Sykeston was going to the city. Cape was going to the big city cape was st louis and anything past that (laughs) st louis may as well been on another planet like that was not even (laughs) if you grew up in cape you thought all of you guys were weird as shit we were (laughs) oh yeah yes everyone's like yeah we went to the city and we're sitting here shelby how many times do i have to say the phrase bowling shirt like what do you need from me i don't know what else i can say Lindsay, save this and make your next pick please uh, okay well my next pick is the closest that young Lindsay got to rap in r&b and that would be tlc that counts. odd enough choice. we accept odd you. enough my dad is the one who bought me the crazy sexy cool album for my birthday and I think oh. it was a week afterwards he regretted his decision because guess who was on the news for burning down her boyfriend's house? Now, okay, <laughs> I, I forget the cover of that album. Did he realize they were black? Yes, he did. <laughs> but he also knew my mom and I both What's liked the aware? waterfalls that were on the album there. So wow, um, <laughs> wow. But but yeah, I just it was funny that my dad was the one who bought me the album. Like that that was not. That that was a very surprising birthday gift that year for sure. I'm surprised um, by it. Did he have a second family? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not, nor do uh, he. Okay. Oh, that's good. Do you name All a song? Right. Uh, song wise on it actually Waterfalls was the one initially, but after listening to it, I, uh Case of the Fake People actually be, kind of became one of my favorite tracks on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. That fits. Um, boy, I've got a lot of, I got a lot of things still on the table here and I'm, I'm so tempted to pick one that I don't think anybody else will, but I know there's at least a couple others here. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. But I know there's a couple others here that might get taken. Although, I mean, I feel like this is very, it's such a personal list. You should just take the one that you're pulled to like the one that it's like, yeah, this is this. I distinctly remember meaning a lot to me. And so I should definitely, I should definitely do that. Um, I'm gonna do it, and this is gonna. It's, I'm taking Backstreet Boys. I'm I'm doing do it. it. Um, it's okay. I uh, so so yeah. Again, I alluded to it earlier with NSYNC, and it really, frankly, it was more NSYNC than it was them. But when I was in high school, uh, again, Eminem was like basically my personality. That was a personality trait for me. Uh, but the thing is, and I've told you guys this before. I was also, I was very musically inclined. I was very musically talented. I went to college for it for a little bit. I did a ton of like state and district competitions. I got medals all at my parents' house for all this stuff. Um, So I couldn't not like a group of dudes who could actually sing, especially when you then want to emulate that same thing. Right. Um, And, and frankly, man, I, NSYNC was more popular, but Backstreet was more talented. They yes, were. I, the I can 100% day. agree that. As a group, especially. Obviously, Justin Timberlake ends up being the big breakout out of all of them, but but the Backstreet Boys were more talented as a group overall. Uh, and so I was I was drawn to that in that way. I didn't really care anything about the music videos or like the 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 fame and the personality and all that. It was just the music. 
So yeah, you know, when we're on the bus on a on a trip somewhere, I'm definitely flipping in and out of of other CDs. But like, you sneak the Backstreet one in there, like so nobody <laughs> when no one's paying attention. Like you're walking. Yeah, took the Backstreet. It's it's uh all right. How do I kick Shannon out? Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I I also I really liked them, and they have one of my favorite music videos, legitimately of all time. It's the uh, we're back or uh, Backstreet's back or whatever. Backstreet's back where they're all monsters. They're the universal monster type. Yeah, yeah. I love that yep. video. Yep. Unironically, yeah. That one in um, their larger than life video was really cool too. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I was looking for the name because I haven't listened to it in a while. But larger than life, I think was actually my my favorite song. It was upbeat. It was catchy, like it, the 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 uh, the dance was simple enough anybody could learn it. Look, let's just move on. Um, <laughs> did you dance? Shannon, did you learn the dance? Shut up, Shannon, you're up. No. All right. <laughs> what did I say? What's the correct answer here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ha- I'm happy for you, and or said that happened. Um, <laughs> I ain't reading all of that. <laughs> hey, kids, are you sick of Shannon hey. talking about rap? Well, good news, it's another oh, rap artist. More rap? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tupac Shakur. I I was heavily, heavily influenced by Tupac Shakur growing up. Uh, to me, he was the smart rapper. Like a lot of rappers, they, they were good rappers. Yeah. But he was so intelligent and he was so charming and charismatic, not only as a rapper, but he was also a fantastic actor. Uh, he was in what poetic justice. He was in, uh, gridlocked. He was in a bunch of great movies. He, uh, Tupac Shakur, to me is one of the best examples of such a bright, bright star that got, you know, snuffed out. I mean, he had such a future in Hollywood, in the music industry, and it's a shame that he was killed the way that he was. But hey, you know what? 40 years later, we finally arrested somebody. Good job. <laughs> I uh, I didn't pick up all eyes on me until I, I remember specifically my very first year at college. I, I For a minute, I thought, oh, maybe it was the end of my senior year of high school. No. I, I distinctly remember listening to that in my dorm room, and I'm pretty sure I bought it while I was in Cape. So uh, he literally just misses the cut for me. But yeah, you, you can't you can't miss on a list that is in many ways 90s centric with Tupac. Like yeah. you, you just can't. Yeah, and I I have vivid remember uh, vivid memories of sitting around playing Super Mario Brothers three with Jeff, listening to All Eyes on Me just on repeat over and over again. Man. And and growing up, you know, when I got older, I, I grew to like you know the previous albums, Apocalypse Now. Um, I liked Me Against the World. I mean, he had he had so many good yeah. songs. But All Eyes on Me is the album that got me into Tupac originally, and my favorite song from that album um, is actually uh, Ambitions as a Writer. That that yes. was. That was yes. a hot track. You talk about a beat that won't. Since you've said it, I'll be hearing bum 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 yes, in my well, head for the I next Hunter, sixteen hours. I won't deny it. I'm a straight writer. You don't want to <laughs> oh fuck with God, me. It's so good. Yeah, That's right. So good. God, it was the best song. Yeah. All right. So Shelby, here's what I need you to do. We're rounding out uh, round three, and then we're starting round four. So I'm gonna briefly. Uh, recap what we have up to this point. Jesse has chosen uh, Weird Al Yankovic, System of a Down in Lincoln Park. Lindsay has Ace of Base, NSYNC, and TLC. I have Green Day, Eminem, and the Backstreet Boys. Uh, Shannon has Bone Thugs and Harmony, Boys to Men, and Tupac Shakur. And Shelby has 10 Years, Radiohead, and The Yawns. <laughs> and Yawns. I should have been watching so I could see that that was She likes Yanni? Yeah. I like Yanni. <laughs> Uh, Stone Sour is going to be my. Oh boy, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, no Um, kidding. 
I really love Corey Taylor's voice. Yeah. And in all honesty, like, yeah. I probably have listened to some of his other stuff a lot more before that. But as soon as I heard it, I was like, yeah, I'm in love with this. I absolutely love this. It's amazing. Yeah. I, and Bother is one of my favorite songs. I got it's really obsessed good. with the song Bother uh, when I was in high school. High school or college. I don't remember which. And then I, when I found out that it was Corey Taylor, like it was the lead singer of fucking Slipknot, yeah, I was like, "Hold <laughs> up, hold the fucking phone! This dude can really sing." <laughs> I, I was, oh, yeah. that—that's what shocked me about it. I, you would never told me that was the same guy. It's such a different feel. It really shows the range of Corey Taylor. Absolutely, yeah. And this is why my round four pick is starting with Slipknot. Oh, I really, shit, nice! I oh, really, doubled hey. up on the Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor yeah, I really, dose. really like his voice. There, hit some of the, the newer stuff from Slipknot. I, I really can't get into, but the older stuff. Oh my god! And my favorite song is Vermilion. Um, yeah, part two mm-hmm. than anything, but mm-hmm. part one and two are both. Really okay, so I have a story about Vermilion. Can I tell you that real quick? When when I was younger, me and my cousin Ryan, who we I'm sorry, Ari Casper, he does not like when you say his first name. And and I thought you were talking about a different guy. No, no. And as we called him then, because I know it sure as shit ain't listening to this, handsome Bob is what we called him at the time. Jack McDeal. <laughs> me me and Chaps and which is Chad Green and Kaz and, and Handsome Bob were all sitting around listening to the radio as you were to do at that time, hanging out the car, and I called there was a rock station we had back home called uh like Mix ninety six point five. And they played all the hits and everything, right? So I call them, and I ask them to play uh, You and Me by, uh, oh, God, is it Blindhouse? Is that the name of the band? I, I love it. I thought it was Cassie. Uh, it was Cassie, but uh, no, that's me and you. Sorry, I got it backwards. Uh, you're, you're talking about... Uh, uh, what? Lifehouse. Is it Lifehouse? No, what Lifehouse. the fuck is their Lifehouse. name? Yeah, Lifehouse. Is it that's Lifehouse? Yeah, 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 Lifehouse. So I called and asked if they would play You and Me by Lifehouse. I love that song. I'd heard it on the radio. And that motherfucker laughed at me like he had never heard that song before in his life. He said, yeah, we don't play that here, man. And I'm like, I heard it on this station the other day. (laughs) So Kaz calls right back and says, let me hear uh, Vermilion by by Slipknot. And they're like, yeah, bro, we got you right here. Boom, 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 boom. And I was like, you motherfucker. Fuck those guys. Fuck Mix 96.5. Yeah. That's a yeah, Mix was a weird station back in the day, man. Mix is kind of a weird station now, but because yeah, like Mix 96.5 was always like for me growing up anyway, like when I when I because I didn't live in Cape in the area of Mix 96.5 until I got to high school. That was always like rap R and B, like that's how it started. That's how it was it are you sure it wasn't Mix 104.7 at that time? You know, it might have been. I, I might have gotten the radio station. I'm pretty sure they migrated up. from further. Well, it's it's the same station, but they migrated from further up the dial to a different a different deal. When Withers bought them, it was a whole it's a whole thing. Gotcha. But it was it was definitely one of those. Those both sound familiar. And I did listen to a lot of Mix ninety six point five growing up, and it was rap and RB. That's where I heard a lot of my favorite yeah. rap songs. That's where I heard Keith Sweat's Twisted for the first time, and I'm still twisted. <laughs> Well, why don't you make your fourth pick and twist it up? Well, it ain't Keith Sweat. I'll tell you that it's much. Probably not Twista. No, although he was really good. Both of them are really good. He's good. No, yeah, look, man. when you're, t- <laughs> I would love to give you like some obscure bands because I would like to be that guy. But unfortunately, when sure. I was growing up, there was no internet. There weren't CDs. The car had just <laughs> been invented. So you listen. <laughs> You, you were cranking the engine. Cranking the engine. You, you listened to what was popular. And get it going. 
also <laughs> another band that, or another artist that I grew up listening to and and just played on repeat was motherfucking Snoop Deal Double G. Yeah, the Snoop yes, Dogg started out on Dr. Dre. Giving up the weed. Well, it's because he's taking edibles, he, eating peace, King. <laughs> eating That's power. Right. Smoking aspect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I first heard him on Dr. Dre's album, The Chronic, and I loved him on that. Then he came out with his own album, you know, Doggy Style, which, oh my God, was a revelation for young Shannon. I played that all the time. To my parents' regret, they they learned not to buy me CDs anymore for that reason. <laughs> and for the record, I used to have to get my CDs from Walmart. If you ever got CDs from Walmart back in the day, oh, I God. had the censored version. Useless. 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 You could get nothing out of them. No, but Snoop Dogg, not just that album. He did The Dogfather right after that. I think in like 97 or 98. I was still in high school at the time. And The Dogfather, even though it didn't have Dr. Dre doing the beats, it was still a really good album. Um, After that, I don't think he ever made another song. I think Snoop retired after that and started working with Martha Stewart. (laughs) No, actually, Snoop after that, if you don't remember the history of Snoop Doggy Dogg, not long after, he joined No Limit Records where he sucked because no limit records sucked i don't care what anyone (laughs) says i don't care what cody says but to make you feel better about this i actually i wrote on the list snoop dog and then as you were talking i went no 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 no, that's not who he's picking and i changed it to snoop doggy dog snoop doggy dog that's who you're picking yes it's not the same guy it's not the same guy he's not snoop lion or or santa snoop or whatever he goes by it was snoop doggy dog and the best song is and always will be who am I? What's my motherfucking name? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a good choice. That is correct. It is correct. Um, Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh man, I have so many choices left. I'm again. I'm, I find myself right back where I was at the previous round. Do I pick something that people are going to be more interested in? Do I pick something that means more to me? I, I definitely see one here that I feel like fits the bill for both, uh, especially for the for again for me the '90s, like literally. I'm born in 85, so I get cognizant of music around 90. I, I'm in high school up until 2003, so there's a very little overlap in the early 2000s. Um, and one of the biggest bands from that era in a genre that I haven't really touched yet, that's something I'm also trying to do. I'm trying to diversify my my portfolio here, uh, would be good old Adam Duritz and Counting Crows. I, boy, I thought I was the smartest <laughs> just most <laughs> elevated music fan because I liked Counting Crows and nobody else Mrs. I knew Jones liked Counting Crows. Mrs. Jones was one of theirs, but okay, that's pop that's, shit. Okay. We don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> Is that the one that goes <laughs> like me Counting Crows. Mrs. Jones? Mr. Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. No, not my not my house. Um Long, now, now I'll say this much for singles long December is still and, and will always be one of my favorite songs along December uh, I don't know why because it is it is so fucking emotional and I, I don't even know why it's so emotional to me I've never experienced any of the things that happen in that song but I remember a couple of years ago it came up it very rarely comes up on my, my playlist and stuff now but it came up on my playlist I was in line in the drive through at Subway and I'm just ugly crying like I'm just this is is hitting me in a way that I did not anticipate. Those subway no, workers I, I did really, not deserve that. <laughs> Fortunately, I got it under control by the time I got to the window. Okay. Um, especially because some of my coworkers work there. If you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> um, that would have been very difficult to explain the next day. Uh, you all right, man? Yeah, I was just listening to the Counting Crows. Oh, just long. I'm breaking um, down. Hold on. <laughs> just, give me, just give me a minute. Yeah, I. 
I, again, I very much look, I've talked about it before. I grew up on, uh, on Boy Meets World, especially uh, on watching it, not on the show. Boy, I wish I'd been <laughs> on the show. Um, and, and, uh, Sean Hunter just becomes a role model at some point in time. If you're at the right age watching that show, this was a guy who was the living embodiment of the music of the counting crows. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I, I thought I was very intelligent for that. I still think I am, but not necessarily for that reason. Um, but I'm putting them on the list that gives me a little bit of, I don't want to call it soft rock, but like uh, something that's not Green Day. It's very different mm-hmm. from that. Uh, Lindsay, go. Now this go around, I'm taking No Doubt. Because Tragic oh, Kingdom is a, a good fabulous pull. album. God damn, and I was obsessed with the song Spiderwebs. Like yeah. the first time I heard that on the radio, I so. made sure I had a blank cassette tape in my, my player for 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 next Sunday's top 40. I'm like I'm getting the damn song. <laughs> now, yeah. I wanted desperately to put No Doubt on my list, but I did not get into No Doubt until after I got into Gwen Stefani as a solo artist with her Love Angel Music Baby album. Then I went oh, back yeah. to No Backwards. Doubt. Yeah. So, my mom was weirdly into No Doubt. Uh, mine but, too. No Doubt. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, so I, like my, my mom was big into country music. Like country music was her jam and then yeah, like fucking same. No Doubt. She probably heard Don't Speak on the radio dark. for as much as it played <laughs> and it just clicks. Yeah, if I was in the car with my mom for a significant period of time, it would flip from country sometimes to like pop stations and she really liked she liked Spiderwebs, she liked Don't Speak. Um and so that was that was my whole you know, access to no doubt at that point in time, I wouldn't say I was really into them. And that's probably why I didn't think uh, they weren't on my short list. And when Lindsay said that it was like, a shit, I can't believe I didn't have them on there somewhere. Uh, that's probably why, but man, what a good pull from that, from that era. And Absolutely. somehow, somehow Gwen Stefani looks younger now than she did when she put those Shannon, albums let out. Let me help you with that. It's called money. Money oh, does that. <laughs> that's why I'm ugly. Right. When you get more of it, you're capable of pulling that off. I got to get some money. First, you get the money. Then we you get the power. Do. Then you get the women. Then you get younger somehow. <laughs> this is the key to immortality. Uh, it really is. All right, Jesse. So here's the deal. We're back to the top of the list. You are making your final picks because this is the end of round four and the beginning of round five. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have to hit my, my short list at all here. I'm gonna finish out the uh, the the four pillars of high school Jesse right now. <laughs> uh, starting with Disturbed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jesse, we this... know you're disturbed. What's the group you're picking? She funny. She she did. It was good. That was good. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Dis- disturbed is. That was another one that like I just wore out several of their CDs. I had them going on repeat. Like if I if we were road tripping somewhere, I probably had a disturbed CD. Like I got into them before I got into System of a Down. System of a Down, I mostly liked the hits until Mesmerize hit. Um, disturbed, like I could listen to their first three albums like front to back, no problem. And I, God damn, I love that band. Uh, anytime, like, I was angry, like, I would listen to Disturbed to calm down because I could get out some of that rage. Because <laughs> that's, that's how my Jesse brain just worked. Just punch dancing in his bedroom. Just like, <laughs> I can see full, it. Full, full, full. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I mean, I guess yeah, the, the, the first one, this is another one that I found via Dragon Ball AMVs. <laughs> 
And the first one I found was Stupefy. Uh, so I'm probably yeah, that, one, that was the that was <laughs> yep. the big one. Uh, and then rounding out the the four pillars uh, of super edgy high school Jesse. Again, remember this is a kid with shaggy hair, jean co jeans. I remember uh, edgy ass t shirts, <laughs> uh, skater shoes. Uh, corn was the oh, one of yeah. the fourth group. Yeah. Real big into corn. I really like their song on the Nightmare Revisited album, the um, uh, "Kidnap the Sandy Claws." That's but yeah, no, their take on ridiculously good. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, uh, I there's a lot of corn that I really, really, really liked back in the day. Uh, like Freak on a leash was really big, really good. <laughs> Jesse broke. He, he likes Jesse, it so much. Jesse loved corn back in the day. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the you know the song to pick, and I think I, I'm gonna go with right now. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, what's your pick? That was a great. Do what? You said you're gonna pick God. right now. What's your pick? Damn it. Uh, <laughs> the song is titled "Right Now." If you guys want to watch some like disturbing ass shit, check out the music video for "Right Now." No, you already it's picked all... "Disturbed." We gotta talk about corn now. <laughs> He's getting yeah, hammered. This is, good. This, is, this is great content. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're just yeah, who's on firsting Jesse right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, bouncing around. The music video for right now is like it's it's animated. Uh and it, it Will is, it change? <laughs> I'm sorry, <when> Jeff, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's just wandering through a minefield and stepping on every rake in existence. When Jesse, there's, there's no, there's no path with no rakes. Hunter, every time he says just, right now. Just, <laughs> every time he says right now. All I can hear is that fucking song where she goes, right now. Because <laughs> oh, can't see See, all whiskey. I'm here is, is oh, Van Wow, how embarrassing. Right <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, 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 let's, let's, let's please move on to Lindsay so that I can stop walking and stepping on the I fucking gotta stop rain. laughing first. This is, this is the plight of being the end of, uh, or being the very first one because your list is done and now you get to deal with uh. it. <laughs> Oh, also, there's right, the music listen. video for that song that I just mentioned. Oh, I remember this. Please yeah, enjoy. Yeah, yeah. He's it not going to say the name of it again. <laughs> oh my God. When would you like to listen to it? Eventually. <laughs> That's oh. the sequel. That's the sequel song. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Lindsay, your final pick. Go. I'm a little torn on what I want to do because, like, my oh, gut Natalie tells Brugley. me Natalie one thing. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, I knew I knew that was coming, but no. Um, I I think I'm gonna stick with a, an early Lindsay pick, seeing that I grew up in the true boy band era, and I'm gonna end things with New Kids on the Block. Oh, I thought she was gonna oh. say Hanson. Thank God. No, <laughs> never. No, New Kids on the victory. Block was my true first true boy band obsession yeah. between my cousins which is funny because I was like a first and second grader when I became initially obsessed with them <laughs> so but like I still have uh, the the first cassette and then I had a couple of the dolls I'm pretty sure I still have one of their interview cassettes that came with the dolls 
And then uh, the girl down the road for me, her bedroom was completely decked out. So if she wasn't playing boys to men, it was new kids on the block that was getting played when we were at her house. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I, <clears throat> because I kind of missed that that whole era. I often just straight up forget about new kids on the block. Like, I remember them being referenced a lot in other things, but as a real legitimate band with songs, I'm like, oh, yeah, they did like do stuff, didn't they? They, yes. were, they were actually there. Hanging tough. Um, so my favorite of them. Oh, they were so hanging tough. <laughs> oh, they were right. so sure tough. I still have one of their comic books somewhere too. Now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, uh, that's the you're gonna want to give that a read soon. So um, tough. Oh, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. I guarantee you, I drew so, it. So, <laughs> God, I have <clears throat> I have way more options than I I should at this point in time. I'm looking at this list and I'm like, you know, my cousin Ben introduced me to Smashing Pumpkins when I was younger, but I, I can't really legitimately say that I was super into them. Uh, I can't act like I didn't love Limp Biscuit when I was in high school. Like that was that was definitely a thing. Um, oh, man, this is so tough. I'm looking at my list and I'm seeing a lot of varied stuff here. I mean, but there's there's a definitive lack of like. Well, no, I've definitely done that too. God, this is tough. You know what I really want to do, and I'm not going to do it. I want to put Stevie Ray Vaughan on this list because that's who my dad introduced me to, uh, and, and and he was <clears throat> very much one of my favorite artists. Like as I got a little older, but it's right on the cusp of what we're talking about here. I didn't really appreciate him until I was out of college. So, all right, I'm going to take. Ah, fuck it, I'm going to take the Offspring. The oh. Offspring. <laughs> oh Are you no. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Finally, something has been picked off my short list. Oh no! Oh no! That was literally. So my I didn't number. see that coming. It, Shelby, was it like all you have? Or are you gonna have to come up with something else? No, I got more. Okay, oh, I was gonna say I'm, I'm so willing sad. to legitimately rescind it. I'm willing to rescind it because I have a couple others here. Um, and this is gonna sound weird, but it was very close between the Offspring and Blues Traveler. I was very into Blues Traveler in the mid '90s, and it's just too. A lot songs. of people were. It's yeah. just hook and run around. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the whole reason I went away from that because the Offspring was a band that I got into uh, when I was in high school, and then continued to carry on from there. Conspiracy of One was not their best album, but I'll be damned if it didn't leave my, or it didn't like stay in my three CD wall mounted changer for the better part of like two years. Um, thanks, Crazy Taxi. That's that. Uh, <laughs> That'll do it. That's that's what gets you into the offspring at that era. But God, I love those guys. Uh, and frankly, I can on. still. Was that? My mom got me hooked on them. No shit. Yep. That's a whole story. I feel she like. She actually was the reason that I even started listening to them in the first place because she gave me my first CD that wasn't a country CD because my dad would only allow me to buy those until yeah. I was a certain age. Um, and it was the offspring, the greatest hits. So it was a all range right. of all their different albums, and I got to kind of like hear a little bit of everything. And from there, I went and found what I wanted to, because at that point, I think it was LimeWire was very popular. Oh yeah, it was one of the OGs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this a lot, and I'm gonna find everything. Else. <laughs> That's a, yeah. I uh, go ahead, Jesse. I'm still looking at something here. I don't know. Morpheus was the the one that we used to get all the AMVs back in the day. That was the because those. Was oh, I remember era. Morpheus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Morpheus, I don't even Morpheus remember what I used. Uh, don't forget about Bear Share. Well, Bear Share was out there. I, think I know Bob at one point I used Kazaa. 
Kazaa. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I want to say Kazaa. it went like the big ones were like Napster and then Morpheus, then Kazaa, and then LimeWire. Lime yeah. I yeah. think the, that was yeah. the order. And then there was another yeah. one that was like LimeWire, or it's what LimeWire turned into after it got. Well, and then uh, then it came out with Pirate Bay, and Pirate Bay was huge until, you know, all the child porn. <laughs> well, oh, it became God. one of those things like torrenting, like, was. Like everybody in the know, at you know, from what I understand at this point, everybody in the know back in like the late '90s, early 2000s, started torrenting, and because uh, that was the original peer-to-peer, and it wasn't until you know all those sites went down that everybody's like, oh wait, this is way better, and we don't have to worry about like this one <laughs> thing being up. Uh, for what it's worth, before I move totally away from this, it's very hard to pick a single Offspring song because I feel like you need to listen to, like three of them in a row because it's so varied. You're going to go from like you know pre-fly to to kids aren't all right to come out and play. I think at the end of the day, it's probably come out and play or self-esteem. Uh, self-esteem just like real classic play. stuff. They're both great, uh, but yeah, they have such a, a weird range for being what ostensibly again pop punk like like and more punk than pop. Is um, uh, the offspring the ones that did that? Um, oh, was that show me how to getting better all the time? Yes. Yeah. What is that yeah, song? That's one of the yep. more recent releases. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, you're going to go far. Kid. You're going to go far. Kid. Yeah, I love that song. I love yeah. that song. Yeah. That's, that's a very, very good yeah. song. It is. It is. Uh, all right. So that's me, which means Shannon. This is your last shit. Pick. All right. Well, hey, Jesse, do you like the rap music? I, I, I do now. I do. Well, I got bad news for you because my last pick's not rap music. This, this is this is the curveball that Mr. 100's going to throw you because when I wasn't listening to the rap music before, I had a weird time period after rap but before rock and roll where I listened to, you guessed it, J-Rock. <laughs> is it going to be Gak? <laughs> or are you well, and Malice Miser? I'm going to disconnect Lindsay. Every time. <laughs> Every, Every fucking time. time. Every time. I have something I'm going to say. She goes, oh, is it this? Yeah, it's that. Yeah, you know it's that. <laughs> yeah, it's that. <Gact. laughs> <laughs> He's such a pretty man. Gact, if you don't know who he is, and you don't, was in a band called <laughs> Malice Miser. Um, and I did like Malice Miser a lot, but I I, I liked my Malice Miser, but I loved Gact more. And he is not only is he a really good artist, he's also really um, uh, kind of an innovator in in not just fashion, but in video games. He, the look that he had uh, for um, they based Squall Leonhart in Final Fantasy VIII off of him On and, and one yeah. of his looks. Not only that, but he for his song "Miserable," which is my favorite song by Gact, he dresses up as Alucard from Symphony of the Night, or they ripped it off. I can't, I don't remember which one's which, but it's exact copy. He also they based a character in Final Fantasy Dirge of Cerberus on him. Um, I forget what the character's name was, but yeah, I mean this dude was all over the place. So I absolutely loved Gact. It was I don't know whether my parents preferred I listened to the rap music. They were really happy when I finally switched <laughs> over to rock, but. That weird period where I was so into Japanese bands, Durin Gray, Gak, Malice Miser. Uh, what was that one, Lindsay, that you liked? Up with your obsession uh, with Cycle of Sem's the one I got to hear at uh, the convention. Vice that we were at. I, uh, I like, yeah, Vice Kreuz. And then um, later, um, uh, there's one of the ones that there did a lot of like Full Metal Alchemist stuff, and I'm totally blanking on their freaking name. Well, while you it's look like, that uh, up. Like, uh, L- L- Arc and CL. 
Like, see, yeah, yeah, I, I, I never know how to pronounce something. You talk. What'd you say, Jesse? I'm curious. I was gonna say did that 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 did that coincidentally line up with your uh, Sailor Moon, Cowboy Bebop, uh, etc. <laughs> when I got like into era. anime, yeah, the yeah. anime and the J Rock era were very close to each other. Um, I I eventually left both of them, but I don't. Uh, which which came first? Was it the J Rock or was it the Sailor Moon? J Rock. I because I, because I, then I discovered bands like Lincoln Park and Green Day and stuff like that, and I really fell in love with that music. So I kind of stopped listening to the J Rock on that. But they they a lot of those bands actually did pretty well for themselves in the United States. I, Durant Gray specifically, I remember had a couple big hits in the United States a couple years ago. Um, they used to play it on on TV. It's kind of like Rammstein or whatever their name was when you get those those foreign influences in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about Duhast. fucking Rammstein. Duh. Oh, good, because yeah. they were terrible. And so was ICP. Oh my god, I hate a Rammstein. I yes, fucking love Rammstein. Well, too bad your list is over. Oh yeah, Shannon, I am I mean, shocked that you God, didn't pick Dr. Dre. I just assumed it was dude, coming at this point. Yeah. Dude, I I have so look, I already had Tupac God, and Snoop Dogg. I might as well just said Death Row Records at that point. <laughs> I could have just roped them all in. It's true, it's true. You I had to do a combo there. breaker. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Shelby, you have the final pick of the whole game. What are and, you gonna do? And it ain't the Offspring. <laughs> Don't don't make it worse. (laughs) It's it's gonna be good, Charlotte. Oh, that's a good choice. This is the anthem. Yeah. (laughs) Shannon, I was gonna hit you with a. Will you stop? (laughs) (laughs) Um, it was one of my friends. It was the Young and the Hopeless album. Actually, was what got me into it, and I think that's an album from two thousand and two. So it's a pretty old one, but. There was uh, they had some older ones, but that was the one that got me really hooked on them. I never really got to see if I Charlotte. Like there's like one or two songs that I kind of like from them because like that got more into like I never got into a lot of the emo stuff. Is it Bloody Uh, Valentine? Is that what you're talking about? uh, Is that me? Oh, sorry. I'm I'm looking. So so all I was gonna say was there was a I remember. Like right before these guys got big, I got um, from something, some send away thing, because that's what you did in the late 90s and early 2000s. You sent away and you got stuff. And it was some giveaway thing. I got a compilation CD because that's the other thing you got was like, here's a mixtape well, that we made. Now that's what I call music. Um, yeah. Right. But this this wasn't like a we're putting it on CD show or on store shelves. It was before that. It was when you were kind of like, hey, start trying to enjoy it. Because I remember that um, Nelly Furtado was on this, too. And she was like totally unknown at that point in time. <laughs> but there was a song of Good Charlotte's on there. And I remember I really liked it. And then they came out and I liked them. Oh, it was called Little Things. I remember this. Yeah, it was like one of their first big songs. It was called Little Things. Uh, and I freaking loved it. And I got their first CD and I was kind of into them. But I never got I never liked anything more than that song for some reason. Uh, Shelby, I oh, also like oh, really liked Good Charlotte. I was big into Good Charlotte back then. Now I feel cringy whenever I go. This is the anthem. Throw behind your hands. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, well, you know, damn. You can say it with us, and we we're all like, yeah, that's some good music. I'll tell I you one. Else. I'm shocked Lindsay didn't put on her list. Is a simple plan. I didn't get into them till God college. Damn, I hated that fucking band. Oh, easy. Easy. As, as, as funny shit. as it is, I discovered them through Easy. my little brother because one of his friends showed it to him. 
Look, I, I, I still well, I'm, I'm with Jesse admit, on this. They were terrible. It's extremely no, no, impressive no. that he learned how to sing through his nose. No. Yes. No. That's very impressive. <laughs> Because I swear to God, to look, Everyone you has get to have like that one thing they do that no one else is allowed to. You get any group of people together at any point, and you start going song like "Hey Dad." Everyone starts singing. Just because everyone it's recognizable doesn't mean it's good. Everyone's having a good time. <laughs> Everyone's having a good time. I mean, Hitler had some good ideas. I'm told. Well, you know, like... Bin Laden was right. It turns out. <laughs> Yeah, uh, God, yeah Shannon, you're also plan. like four octaves too low on that. Like, like you got like you really have to get the nose involved. Like, hey, okay, you sound like, like Meatwad. <laughs> <laughs> I always really equated. I don't know why, but those guys and fucking Hawthorne Heights, man, just put a bullet in my brain. Okay, hey, hey, I like Hawthorne Heights. This is also terrible. I like Hawthorne Heights. I like Hawthorne Heights. I like Hawthorne Heights. I can't lie. So before like we before just we recap it all, in my ear uh, for five minutes. Like, I'm, it's called love. I am uh, for anyone from from the that was picking from the nineties. I am a little shocked. No one picked Blink One Eighty Two. Didn't listen to him until uh, uh, after college. college. I, I, see, I was, failed at getting me, a job at Hot Topic in high school because I said I didn't like Blink One Eighty Two, and the woman <laughs> happened to be wearing a Blink One Eighty Two hoodie, and I wasn't paying attention. No, oh, you showed the them though. Shit I've ever you showed heard. them though. Yeah, no, I, 